welcome you sexy goddess to the sweetest little life. I am your host, Courtney Hansen. I'm an author, yogi, Reiki master, and hypnotherapist specializing in trauma. My passion is to bring you wisdom each week with amazing guests to spark integration of all parts of yourself, to nurture your spirit, stimulate the mind, and love your body just a little bit more with each episode that drops. If you love this podcast and want more amazing resources for spiritual growth and holistic healing, make sure to download our app, The Sweetest Little Life, or head to the website, thesweetestlittlelife.com. Grab your favorite cup of tea or throw on your yoga pants and head for a walk while we hang out for the next 30 minutes of Soul to Soul Connection. Crystal, welcome to The Sweetest Little Life. I've been so looking forward to this conversation. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me, Courtney. I'm excited to be here today. Oh, I can't wait. All this solstice energy, it's such a magical day. It is. It's uh, actually the birthday from my grandpa that passed away quite a long time ago already. So it always feels like an extra special day for me, too. Oh. It's like a day to remember him as well. I love that. It's my husband's birthday, too. They share a birthday. Mm, amazing. I mean, what a birthday, right? Like, start of summer is just it's amazing. All the magic sprinkled in. Uh, so I love stories. I love to hear your journey and what got you doing the work that you're doing right now and what that work is. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a long story, so I'm going to try to keep it not too long. Um, I mean, I'm here for it. I'm on a mission. Uh, I think that's just a good place to start. I'm on a mission to improve people's health with the power of plants. Um, I think really shortly said, right, if you look at it, nine out of 10 people don't eat enough fruit and vegetables. The one out of 10 that do, that's just a minimum required amount. And I think just plants and just eating fruit and vegetables are just so healing. Um, and the journey for me really started, um, I mean, really for me already in my teens, I had eczema growing up. And so from a really early age, I realized what I ate, I would either get a rash or I wouldn't get a rash. Um, so the connection between food and my body and my health was something that was just from an early age so apparent to me and something that I was really you know, conscious about. Um, and then when I was 22 and my boyfriend, now husband at the time, he was 24, he was diagnosed with cancer. Um, and that was just a, like a shock. We were both athletes. We met, you know, in college, we played tennis and as athletes, I think we're always like, you know, like you, your body is everything, right? You trust your body. And that was just such a, such a big thing and such a turning point, uh, really for both of us. Like my mom had cancer too when I was younger. So it was really kind of reliving this for me as well. Mm. Um, you know, he went through surgery and he went through the chemo, um, but then you're cancer free and you're not necessarily healthy right like you're he lost all his hair and he, he didn't feel good and that's kind of where I came in I was already this you know this health nut and always learning about different things and he was then more open where I was like okay so we're gonna do a detox and by the way um I had this cabinet full of all these different superfood powders this is like 10 years ago this year and uh, I was like, okay, you're going to take all the greens. And I, you know, I had an empty jar and I threw all the stuff for him together. And I just told him, take it every single day. And for him, right, to like really, you know, starting to eat so many more plants and using the superfoods, he just started to feel so much better. And he was very skeptical. He's German, you know, like more meat heavy culture as well. And he, you know, he started to feel better and then he started to research 
and you're like oh actually it's like what are all the superfoods what is spirulina like what is maca like what are all these weird things and um if you look at it right these things like these ingredients and these very powerful plants that are out there right if you look at eastern medicine if you look at ayurveda or in south america they've been used for thousands of years it's not necessarily something new and um, that really made us then, you know, realize there were a lot more Michaels in this world. We originally started then our business, uh, you're super in Europe, but then in 2018, we actually came to the US. Um, and that has been a journey, right, of just helping people with the different blends that we made, different mixes. Um, but it was really beyond that, because everything we did also, for example, during COVID, we've been live every single day and, you know, cooked a meal in front of the camera. And we really wanted to show people and, you know, that, you know, healthy cooking doesn't have to be that complicated. Right. Um, obviously, the superfood is one piece of it, but everyone needs to eat more fruit and veggies and salads and all the fresh stuff as well. Right. So all the recipes have always been, you know, plant based and really trying to take people on this health journey of doing a detox and starting to incorporate more fruit and vegetables. And our goal, you know, is not to convert everyone to plant-based eating, but our goal is just to really focus on, okay, how can everyone eat more food and vegetables and really start to teach them again on how to cook. Um, and that's really then where from that, right, and from doing those lives uh, and getting always the question, like, well, what, what do you then actually eat? Like, what do you make? Because I'm like, I'm busy. I, cooking can be fast, right? It doesn't have to take, you don't have to spend hours and hours in the kitchen, um, this one he wrote the, the cookbook Your Super Life and which came out this year that had been like a two plus year project which is crazy actually um, which is a cookbook with lots of recipes plant-based recipes optional superfoods in there but also 80 pages of just like you know the way we eat uh, meal plans grocery lists uh, what do you need in the kitchen focusing on the top 25 superfoods so really you know, going, going deep in just like, how, how do you live a super life? And, you know, like, how can you do it without spending all those extra, extra hours in the kitchen and, and showing that it can be easy recipes as well? Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, I got to tell you, we got your book and me and my daughter were going through, I'm like, okay, we're going to do recipes out of this book. And I am obsessed that you have, because I think one of the biggest things that people get so stressed out and overcomplicated about is like the shopping, right? You're like, okay, I got to get this recipe yeah. and I have to go to the store for these ingredients. You have a freaking shopping list on there. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, can this get any easier? Yeah, no, it's true. And I think another thing that I always like to, you know, so we have in the book also how two sections. So it's, for example, um, the five steps of making a pasta or the five steps of making a curry. So no matter what vegetables you have at home, right, you can make the dish. I really want people to also feel empowered, even if you don't have one or two ingredients from a recipe, that you can switch things up and that, you know, you can make it your own. And I think there's, it doesn't have to be always so precise. And I think cooking can really be this really fun, creative process if you, you know, if you allow it to be. And, you know, sometimes you mess up and you're like, okay, this was not my best dish. And then other days, you know, I surprise myself. I'm like, this is great. I need to write this down because I need to make this again and I will forget how to make it. Um, so that's, it's, it's a fun process. And I, I really hope by also like breaking down sometimes the steps of, you know, just the basic structure on how to build recipes that people start making their own creations as well. Mm, yeah. 
and learning and trusting because I think there is this like trust factor of like am I going to totally screw this up yeah it's so true it's um and, and you know what if you do like I always just jump just frozen tahini over it and it will taste great like mm. the worst case scenario and um I think that's it, you know, the more you do it, the better you get at it. And I think that's also, you know, with cooking, it's just something it's, and I really truly believe cooking your own meals. Like I know it takes a little bit of time, but it doesn't have to take hours and it makes a big difference. I always talk about vitamin L, right? It's just like the vitamin love, like of putting, you know, your own energy in the food and taking a little bit of that time to like prepare a meal. Fun fact, your digestion is starting the moment you start to cook. Um, so it's, it's just always feels different, right? I mean, obviously I like to go sometimes for dinner, but it still feels different when you cook your own meal as well. Mm, I couldn't agree more. And I think too, realizing, you know, if someone is having a super shitty day and they're cooking your food, the energy on your food is probably not going to be the most ideal, right? So if that's all you're eating, it's going to be problematic for your body. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And it's, it's funny. I was talking to someone about this and um they had a friend and what she always did is always even you know when you take food from someone else is to like kind of like bless the food and put your own energy in there and saying hey i'm only allowing the positive energy to actually enter my body and um i thought it was such i mean i i'm a huge fan of taking a moment before you dive into a meal just you know the appreciation of even the people who grew the food and you know that the food came on your plate and um yeah just take that moment of gratitude and it, it is something you can influence as well oh I love that and it only takes a second too no one even has to know you're doing it exactly <laughs> or do it together it's also fun <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk about feminine energy at work like how are you because you you're doing so much how are you tapping into that feminine energy within yeah, I think it has been a journey. Um, I think, um, I and honestly, like, I really struggled with it when, especially if I think, because obviously it has been 10 years, also 10 years of your super. And um, when I started, I remember also, you know, like I started at some point, I only wore, wore pants and a t-shirt. And at some point I was just like, I don't even own a dress. This is ridiculous. Um, because I just, you know, like even like subconsciously I started to dress and like became more masculine in the way I behaved just to kind of like fit in with the investor meetings. And I didn't want to be seen as like the pretty blonde girl, um, which comes with a lot of, you know, thoughts mm-hmm. around it as well. Like, Oh, like if you're dead, then you're not smart. If you're dead, then you're not this. Right. So um, I think over time uh, and also growing up, right. I was 23 when we started the business. So I think, I just also just had to grow into that energy as well. And then trusting that, um, that started to shift again. And now really, I mean, it's, I think it's always a dance for me because right. Sometimes like I love tapping into that masculine energy and just get stuff done. And I'm just like, Oh, it's amazing. But I also know if I do it too much, right. I actually get burned out. Um, and my big thing is always like, how do we actually bring, like the feminine energy into the workplace and also that it's truly accepted Mm. right so one of the things that we've done in the company is that we introduced moon days uh, which is a day uh, basically one day a month that a female can take when she has her period uh, where she does what she can that can mean taking a day off that can mean canceling your meetings or maybe it means nothing because you don't you know you don't need it Um, but to really just really give that space also for women 
right? Because if you really think about it, the workplace has been designed by men for men. And we kind of, as women, entered the workplace. And it's, you know, like we just started to behave in a way, in my opinion, like men, right? And I think mm-hmm. now we're at this turning point, right, where it's not about being equal. I think it's really about, you know, learning also as women to really be women in the workplace as well and that accept that we're different and celebrate those differences um, and, you know, see them both as extremely valuable, right? And I think it's uh, it's going to be a process and <laughs> I don't have the golden answer or the golden ticket of exactly how that works, but I'm I'm really excited to see that also the next year to really like start seeing the change more and more as well. Mm, I love that you do moon days. That is incredible. And I think every workspace should do that. You know, I was watching on TikTok and there was this video and they had like a period stimulator, right? And they were putting it on yeah. men and they would turn it from one to 10. Have you seen this? No, and- not what I continue. I have something oh. to add. <laughs> oh my God. I was dying laughing. Like no, they couldn't make it past like four without like keeling over. And they're like, yeah, this is day one. Like this isn't even like the peak yet. Yeah. And they were like crying, keeled over. And it just made me think I was giggling. And I was just like, gosh, yeah, that's so true. And especially like women that have endometriosis or have these yeah. challenges or cysts or different things exactly. that are like literally exactly. need to rest their bodies and can't. To rest. Yeah, it's, it's so true. And it's, you know, people are like, oh, why are you, you know, just take a sick? It's not, a, it's, you're not sick, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's something very normal. Uh, by the way, we all wouldn't be here if there wouldn't be periods. Um, and then I think it's just something that, you know, we women are actually so strong. We just sit there and pretend we're fine. Right? Yeah. yeah, crazy. Um, so what I saw, what I wanted to say is that they basically compared having your period to the pain of a heart attack. And that is very similar. And I'm just thinking, okay, if a man would have a heart attack and he would be sitting in the office, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't like suck it up and pretend he's fine. Absolutely so, not. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Absolutely so fascinating. Not. And it's it's really just time to really I mean, periods are fascinating to me. There is such a taboo even talking about it, even for us to introduce it, right? For some, you know, for some people it was fine, but even for some women, obviously also for men, it was very uncomfortable. And I'm just like, well, I mean, this is what it is. Like, we have periods and we're going to talk about this. So this is it's what it thing. is. It's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing. I know. It's so funny to me that there's still that stigma after all of this time. And I love that you talk about wearing pants and stuff too, because I had that moment myself about a year ago because I teach yoga in the mornings and then I do my wellness clinic and everything throughout the day. So I live in yoga pants. And so even if I'm doing something like my whole wardrobe is yoga pants and I realized my husband made a comment. He's like, why you don't even wear jeans anymore. Like you don't even get out of yoga pants. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And same thing. I noticed that my behavior, I was so in boss mode all the time and so ready to catch a piece that fell that I was having to be in this masculine energy of action constantly. And I was hitting burnout and getting exhausted. And I realized like, I am inspired. And I was like, what, where's my, where is all my motivation? Like, where's this crew? Where'd my creativity go to? And I realized I'm not, I wasn't tapping into that energy. I wrote a freaking book about feminine energy, but yet I had let that fall away. And it just happens. It's like those little bits of times, right? And you like have to pause and be like, okay, what am I calling in? And how am I honoring my feminine energy and keeping it balanced with the masculine where the masculine, the masculine do his role. 
Yeah, it's so true. And I think it's, I mean, in the world we live, I think it's very easy to just have too much of the masculine, right? Like mm. to do, always a doing, 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 which is very much celebrated, promoted and all the things, right? Where, you know, more the feminine and being creative and also just resting and calming down and breathing and feeling, right? That's, those are not necessarily things that everyone is very excited about, but it's, you know, it's in our nature. And if, if we're female, we also need to spend enough time in, in that energy. And again, I'm just, I'm with you. I'm not perfect. I'm hundred percent learning. Um, I think for me, <laughs> lifetime being, student. Yeah. Lifetime student. I think becoming a mom has helped me too. And I, mm-hmm. I think like, even during pregnancy, I think, I, you know, you feel more, you're more open. So I think, and, and obviously the nurturing and the mothering. And I think there's a piece of masculinity, obviously, in that too. But I think there's, it really helped me also to soften. And I mean, parenthood is teaching you so many things, right? But even just to be more flexible and going with the flow because you cannot control everything. So there's, there's so many lessons there that I think helped me also to really like lean more and more into my feminine energy as well. Mm, I love that. So when you feel yourself slipping because we all catch ourselves, right? Like we're like, oh, something feels a little off kilter here. Like when you feel yourself off balance, what are some things you do to really allow yourself to pause as a business owner? Because I know a lot of the audience um, are entrepreneurs and can feel this very deeply. What are ways that you can halt and just be like, hold on, how do I, how do I give myself this space right now? Yeah, I think, and this is, nobody wants to hear this, but. You got to take holiday. Uh, and I think, especially as a business owner, I think you always feel like if you step away, the whole thing is going to, you know, break, explode. Everything is, you know, the world's going to end. And of what I've learned in the last 10 years is that every time I would take a holiday and like, I'm talking about a week or maybe you need two weeks, whatever it is right? Plan it ahead of time and, you know, do what you need to do, but then just let, let it go and let it rest. I think you come back with a fresh perspective. Everything looks different. And I think it's just so, so important. Mm. Um, Europeans are much better in taking holiday. Everyone yes, they has are. E- a minimum of 25 holidays. Uh, we also had a European team, right? And I'm European. So um, 30 is very normal. And let me tell you, people use them all. Right. So it's it's really like to really allow yourself also to step back and know that you're more productive and have a better perspective afterwards um, is a hard lesson to learn. But let me tell you, it's so important. And I think just I've been to the point where I, I don't know if it was a real burnout. I don't know, but it definitely didn't feel great. And you also just make not great decisions in that state either right and they're gonna hurt your business and obviously hurt you personally too so i think just don't even let it come to that point like really take that time for yourself and and take those briefers and those are the moments that you get so much clarity and you come back and you actually know exactly what to do i love that i'm smiling ear to ear right now because i was at a point that i was like dropping the ball everywhere and forgetting things and just overwhelmed and i ended up on friday i was like screw on vacation me and my husband packed up and took our kids and went to went in our rv and went to monterey to the ocean for the weekend and literally i just got back last night 
And I feel so clear and so rested and so refreshed. I literally just turned my phone off. I was unreachable. And it was what I needed because I had no more energy. Like my cup was empty and I had to fill it up. And for me, like my family does that for me. So I know everyone has their thing. If you don't have kids, right, you have a hobby or something you can go do. But I love that you said that because we don't take and especially in America, it's crazy. I was reading some study that like, our mental health is so much more poor because we do not operate the way that Europe does. We're taking the holidays and taking the space and time and getting that honored to you. And it's just like, you're, you're expected to grind. Yeah, it's so true. And, but it's, it's, you know, like you can also, you need to also take it. Right. And Mm -hmm. I think we cannot always like only point at the company of like, Oh, they do this, they do this, they expect me this. It's like, well, maybe it's also part of it is in your head. I'm like, what happens if you just take the holiday? Right. Or if you ask for more holidays, I, I think it's, I know it's not black and white, but I think it's something to really also take ownership of. And I mean, because we actually in the U S we had to, when we just came into 18, we had 25 holidays in the US paid as well as in Europe because we want to do it the same as in Europe, which is very, actually not even crazy a lot in Europe, right? So we had it the same. <laughs> in Europe, I think the average holiday taken was 23 days. And in the US, it literally was five days, right? And we're just like, oh. right, um, okay, <laughs> what's going on? And then what we basically did is that in the US we made it uh, unlimited holidays, but like, and then it went up to seven, right? And it's just at some point, like, and then we're like, okay, well, as business owners, show them that we also take off, right? And take holidays. And it's just, it's so like, I don't know if it's a fear, right? Maybe for some people they're, they're afraid or maybe they feel like they can't, but there's only so much in the end, like as a business owner, I also could do it. Like people need to take the time off themselves in the end of the day too. Yeah. Absolutely. And granting that permission. I love that you do that and set that example as well. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's important. I love that we talk about holidays. I don't even know how we got there. But I know. Everyone, it please, it's summer. Off. It's time for holiday. Someone <laughs> listening needs to take that time off right now. That's why. <laughs> if it's you, leave us a comment so we know where the universe brought us here. <laughs> it's so true. They're like, I haven't taken a year off yeah um this is your sign to book something (laughs) yes oh my gosh so the best spot for everyone to connect reach out get your book how do we find it give me all the things yeah uh so the book is your super life it's basically anywhere where you get your book from amazon target barnes and noble wherever you get it um then on instagram uh me and michael you can find them crystal and michael and then uh your superfoods is at your superfoods um so those are probably the two biggest ones we actually just launched our own website as well crystalandmichael.com where we're kind of like going beyond the superfoods and doing more personal stuff um so we just sent out our first newsletter so new things are coming there so in case you wanted to stay updated with our life and whatever is kind of next um you can uh, you can join us there as well oh i love that Well, thank you so much for being on the show today and your time and just sharing so much wisdom with us. I am really, really excited for the future and seeing all the projects that you have coming up. I'm sure you're working on some juicy stuff, so I will be following along. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you for having me and um, have an amazing day. You too. (laughs) 
Thank you so much for listening to The Sweetest Little Life today. I hope you walk away feeling inspired, feeling a little bit more lighter, a little bit more free than what you were before you hit that play button. As always, please, sharing is caring. We love to hear your thoughts. We love to get feedback, um, guest recommendations, all the things. And if you're not subscribed, hit that little subscribe button before you leave today. And until next time, we will be hanging out soon.